BD for the PSA. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, Lucky. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the TBD for the PSA podcast, everyone. Uh, and also right now we're actually looking at each other because the platform that we use has video. So now I can actually see, well, I can see Chris all the time, but you can actually see Chris's bare ass chest going on right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't do shirts. I really feel like it. You know what? You know, I do remember what had happened. It was like right around top surgery. And my mom had said it before I had even like acknowledged it. She was like, you're probably never going to wear a shirt again, are you? And I was like, no, actually, you're right. I am never going to wear a fucking shirt again to bed. Every time I go to bed, it will be bare chest to these goddamn sheets. So I'm tired of sleeping in sports bras. I'm tired. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you, you will always catch me with a nip slip. It's true. <laughs> i mean if it wasn't so cold here i would also never wear a shirt i think well yeah no yeah no it's too cold it's too cold that's why i have a shirt on right now fuck that i'm not dealing that see and even when i do get cold i don't i still don't go to shirt i go to like sweatshirt or like jacket like i don't shirts are nah they they're great but like no thank you <laughs> uh anyways yeah so like chris said welcome to tbd for the psa this is the podcast where we talk about shit man and we cover a lot oh you know what we cover a lot um i want to ask you lucky um which way do you put your toilet paper roll are you over or are you under i'm usually over but Mm. it's crazy because the we have two bathrooms and the bath like one's laura's bathroom and then the one in the bedroom is my bathroom because we both have the equal same amount of shit in our bathrooms. Plus, I give her the one with like a whole ass tub because she's tall and I'm fine in a fucking shower. Like I could take a shower in a box if I had to. But... <laughs> you are on the shorter side, it's true. <laughs> um, but my like her toilet paper roll is like a regular toilet paper roll, but mine is like it, they didn't it didn't have one in my bathroom. Like it didn't have one installed, so I got one of those standing ones. But, like, sometimes I'll take the whole roll off because it's uneven. <laughs> and so it'll, like, it'll like rock. So I'll just take the whole toilet paper roll off. But sometimes I don't really care which way I put it on because I'm just going to take it off anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't even, I don't even use mine because of that exact, like, literally the process of, like, taking it, taking the toilet, empty toilet paper roll off of the little, tube thingy and then putting another one on it's just a process that i don't need to be about because i don't share a bathroom so i literally just keep my tp like on the counter so you know that's i just decided to ask because at one point you were like in earlier episodes you were like how do you fuck with your roommate and your toilet paper roll and i was like you know what actually how does lucky put his toilet paper roll (laughs) i physically put laura's toilet paper on the thing because she never fucking does it it's like she knows it's a pet peeve of mine, but I never use her bathroom. But it's just like she does it all the time. But I have a, I'm, I, yeah, I warned her in the beginning of our relationship that I'm really difficult to be with because everything drives me crazy. Like she doesn't squeeze out the sponge sometimes. And I've told her like 50 times to squeeze out the sponge, just like I tell her not to steal the fucking lighter. I don't know where these lighters are going, but they're somewhere. They're like the missing sock. They're going into the fucking like, I don't even know the atmosphere like she's literally I don't know what she's doing with it and at one time I literally left notes on every lighter that goes 
This is for the candles. Don't fucking dare take this lighter. This is for outside. <laughs> this is for the bedroom. This is like, uh. <laughs> lighters be that thing though. I'm not even. I and I feel her on that because like I be having this homie who I swear to God I will have a lighter. I'll have five lighters, and by the end of the night I will have zero lighters, and I'll be like. Empty your pockets before you leave my goddamn room. <laughs> like, I know you have those fucking lighters. Like the amount of times I've found a lighter purely just because I was doing laundry and was like, oh, is that a lighter in the? Oh, okay. So they're just all in your your pants pockets, and then you wash them, and then I find all my lighters back. Awesome. This is great. <laughs> <sighs> oh, also, uh, before I forget, I wanted to give a shout out to our listeners who are currently in India. And in Scotland, which is pretty awesome that we got some listeners out there. I appreciate y'all from distant lands listening to our perspectives. Appreciate it. Also, like, write in and, like, tell us what you think, because I would love, I mean, anyone listening, please feel free to write in and tell us what you think on our Twitter or our Instas or our emails or something. Um, I am a little bored. It's COVID. Work has slowed back down because I'm in theater. So if you want to engage with a very bored, fun, black trans man, please hit us up. Um, And I will be sure to bring you your comments into the podcast. um, And I, you know, let us know if you want to be anonymous or not. We don't have to be reading all your usernames or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Thank y'all. Spread the word. So, Chris, so anything new going on in your life? Oh, my God. Yes. Um, I don't know why I got so excited about this, but I recently found LeVar Burton Reads on uh, Spotify, and it's taken me back to my childhood in a way that I'd never expected, but, like, even better, because it's like, reading Rainbow, like, yeah, LeVar Burton, read me to bed every night, and it's like, Roots, damn, you killed the fuck out of that Kunta Kente character, LeVar Burton, you're a G. And then I was like, you know, Audible's dope, but like, the books is hella large, and like, that's like hours and hours and hours of reading, and like, found LeVar Burton reads, and all he does is read short stories. And they're all like, within 45 minutes, and they're all fucking amazing. So that's really what I've been into recently. Um, And Owls, Owls have been really fun for me. He actually has a whole short story about owls where I learned so many fun owl facts. Um, Oh, like uh, owls eyes are the same color of when they hunt. So like black eyed owls hunt at night. Um, Then you get the like more like amber-y, like yellowy ones. And like those are at like dusk and dawn. And then you get like golden eyed owls that are like daytime hunters. Alpine skiing times. And I found some speed skating. Speed skating is really fucking dope. What other sports have I recently gotten into? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I like, I like, I love sports again, ex-athlete. But like COVID has really, and like I kind of have cable now. So I can really just be like, oh, there's an Olympic channel? Let's watch whatever the fuck's on that shit. And it's been skiing right now. So, you know, um, that's really, that's been me. What about, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, you know how I told you it was snowing like a few oh, yeah. weeks ago. Well, we got dumped on really bad. Uh, I, I think it was like two weeks ago. And I went to work. It was a Friday. I went to work. And when I got there, there was maybe about nine people there in a company that has about 18 people that work there. And, and I show up 
and I'm like, well, whatever, it's it's fine. And literally by the time I went to my second lunch around 10, it was packed in the parking lot. There was so much snow. And for everyone listening, I have a Honda Civic. <laughs> I don't have all-wheel drive. I barely have front-wheel drive. So there's this part on the freeway. There's um, – a freeway, freeway uh, 26 out here for anybody that lives in Oregon. And it's like a hill. When you're going into Portland, it's downhill. When you're coming out of Portland, it's a little bit uphill. And there's a turn that apparently everyone gets stuck in when it's snowing. If you're in any other lane besides the far left lane. Uh-oh. That sounds <laughs> terrible. And I was looking ahead and I was like, oh, there must have been a car accident because I saw three cars that were like one car was like facing sideways. And I, I was like, oh, I better get over. Nope. Try to get over. Back tires started started skidding towards this side of the road. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, let me just stop or let me try again. No, just kept skidding. Person behind me also got stuck. There's about six of us that got stuck on the freeway right there. And um, the DOT came out to help people some guy had an actual like truck with a chain and was pulling this this guy out of the snow that was in a was in a bmw pulled him out and then these three snow plows come and plowed a whole left lane so i don't know i like owls they're pretty cool birds of prey are really dope so i like that movie birds of prey I have to watch that now. <laughs> you do have that. You do have. Well, I, I have a thing for Margot Robbie though, which I'm sure mm. everybody does. But, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely got to. Um, but yeah, that's just been me. Been watching sports, listening to Levar Burton reads. Um, is actually probably like the best combo of shit I could really be doing because I found skiing background and driving in the snow. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And so all he said was just got to get the momentum for your car to go. Don't slow down. And he was like, just drive straight. And he was pushing it and grunting and I was going and finally he got me out of there and I got home and didn't drive for like four days because the snow just got worse and worse and worse and no one went to work. And then this other guy stopped. I was in like a car like mine, but he must have had like all wheel drive or something like that. But he was literally pushing people's cars wow. out of the snow by himself. And wow. I, he came up to my window and he was just like, do you have any chains? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, all right. He was like, and I, and I stopped him and I was like, look, I have no. And yeah. And that was that was that and i'm never driving in the snow again unless i have a truck probably even if i have if i have a tank i probably wouldn't even drive in the truck honestly <laughs> in the truck probably wouldn't drive in the snow yeah the tank's definitely the way to go in the snow and i mean like honestly it's it's really fucked up because like learning how to drive in the snow can really only occur if you are in the snow right and like mm-hmm. for me like i mentioned i have to go find said snow so like i would have to be like okay i'm gonna go train myself and how to drive in the snow up in the snow so that when i go somewhere else i know how to drive in the snow like i remember my mom being like turn into the skid and like you know mm-hmm. green ice or black ice not green ice that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> 
see it, huh? Um, but like black ice and bloody blah, bloody blah, blah. And like those tidbits have stuck in my head. But again, like I've never driven in snow. So like I would have been scared as a motherfucker. <laughs> like my car is everywhere. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, it wasn't fun. And like w- one of my biggest fears, you know, is spiders and being mauled to death by a lion. But I think I'm going to act driving in the snow. Number three. <laughs> I mean, I would like be told to be mauled by a lion in the sense that, like, either I survived and I'm, like, you know, all fucked up and I have the story to tell about how I fought a lion, or I've been murdered by a lion. So, like, either way, the lions are pretty dope. But also, it would be, like, I don't know, I would much prefer to be murdered by a female lion, you know? Just like... Well, that's who would murder you because female exactly. lions are aggressive as hell. And they're the only ones who hunt, so, like, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I could put it all together and be like, my biggest fear is being chased by a lion while I'm driving in the snow and a spider drops on my fucking lap. There you go. That right Which has there. happened before. Which has totally happened before. Like, it just showed up in my car and landed, like... In that exact order, actually. Because um, I, too, don't fuck with spiders. Lions are... Well, I'd be, that'd be kind of dope to be mauled by a lion. Um, but to Who says that on my steering wheel? And I'm like, where the fuck nope. did you come from? Like... Nope. I would have crashed. Who invited you in here? Like, why did you? You just hopping from branch to branch. How what? do they? Get, how do they get into the car? I don't know. How do they get into everything? I don't know. Actually, this is how this is how anti spider I am. Okay, me <laughs> and my housemate, the amazing Savannah, who does our um, theme song, woot woot, yeah, girl. Um, <laughs> we don't do spiders. So <laughs> when we were like interviewing like roommates to move in, that was like like our I'm pretty sure like our top three questions were like, you have to be queer friendly because. I, as a trans man, I'm not living in a house with someone who's not. Something else along the lines of being cleanly or I don't fucking remember. And then the third one was like, you have to be okay with killing spiders. Like, we're not bringing another person into this house who's not okay with killing spiders. Because then there will just be three of us running around the house screaming, unable to kill the spider. Um, so that was that's how seriously I take that shit. <laughs> man, you know, literally the past three girls I've been in a relationship with have not been afraid of killing spiders. And either they, they were afraid, but they would fucking kill the spider like or take the spider outside which i think is stupid because you're just inviting it outside to invite it back in but laura does not like spiders like i do and the last place that i lived in it was like two in the morning and she was staying the night and we were in my bed and i looked up at the wall and instantly jumped out of the bed and i was just like there's a fucking spider both of my roommates are sleeping in the house and i'm like i jump out of the bed and i'm just like there's a spider like whispering panicking pointing at this spider and she jumps out of the bed and this is the first time we've ever encountered a spider together and she jumps out of the bed and we're both like backed up and i was like kill it and she's just like you're the man you kill it and i'm like (laughs) like shaking you know and i'm like no and she was just like fuck so she goes up there huge wad of fucking toilet paper covering her whole entire hand yes she jumps on the bed she goes to squish it, but she's going at like slow mo speed. And I'm sorry, but spiders know like they're on the wall like this, and they see you coming, they just gonna let go. So what's this motherfucker do? He lets go, slides straight down the wall. Oh, and my bed was pushed against the wall, so it it went down the crack. So. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed at her. And we hadn't even been together that long. So I felt bad because I was like freaking out on her. 
she was just like, well, it's gone now. And I'm like, no, it's here. And now it's pissed because you tried to murder it. And I refused to get back in the bed. We took everything off the bed, moved the entire bed away from the wall, could not find it. And and I feel, uh, I don't know. We could have swallowed it in the middle of the night. Who knows? Oh, my God. Do you remember that stupid fact that, like, Snapple? where no i'm god i miss snapple facts wasn't that's it where I, snapple fact? that's where i got it from you yeah, on average you swallow like seven spiders in your sleep in a lifetime <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely not no thank you absolutely nope i was like do i sleep with a mouth guard now like i was like uh-uh mm-mm, mm-mm. oh i miss og snapple snapple was the shit now they're all I, in these plastic bottles and they don't give you fun facts anymore I think they, they don't i feel like they do do they? I remember for a while getting Snapple and being upset that I didn't have them. So maybe they put it back. But yeah, so. What is your, what's your Zodiac sign? I don't think I actually know. You don't? I don't think so. I have one of those Zodiac signs where people go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a, which is literally like maybe four Zodiac signs that people do that to. And I believe one is Scorpio. You um, are. I'm not a Scorpio. I'm saying oh, one okay. of them is Scorpio. One of them is a hundred percent Scorpio. And that you you caught me trying to be like, oh yeah, that's the one you are. I don't hate those at all. No, I'm kidding. I don't hate Scorpio. Scorpios are great, but they do definitely get a bad rep. <laughs> yeah, I'm an Aries. I fucking love Aries. There's something about Aries and Aquariuses that we just fucking click, man. Like, okay. All right. Which is weird because you're water, right? Well, okay. This is what's fucking weird is that Aquariuses are actually air signs, um, but aqua means water. So I was very confused for a large majority of my life thinking that I was a water sign when in all reality I'm an air sign. But, uh, and then when I realized that it was around the same time that like Avatar, The Last Airbender came out and I was like, fuck, (laughs) air signs are like, Man, like, they're dope, but they're so defensive. Like, there's nothing that's really, like, an attack from an air sign. It's very, like, I'm parrying or I'm, like, running away, <laughs> which I guess is kind of like me, but... I so, I mean, I, I mean, you're an air sign, so you fuel my fire. <laughs> you feel it. You wind the fire, the flame. You spread the fire. <laughs> yeah, I help the growth and the rebirth happen you know the phoenixes could never rise without oxygen so (laughs) (laughs) oh my Um, god okay so my birthday is in january and i think we ended up posting our second episode like a day after my birthday so happy belated birthday to me um it's coming up isn't it because aries is yeah my birthday is on the 21st and literally i start the whole aries cycle i I start that fire nice and i feel like because like i'm i'm either a couple of days i think pisces is after me i want to say mm-hmm. pisces is after me so i'm like i'm like not a cap like one of my risings is capricorn or whatever the fuck but i'm like also really close to pisces so i'm sure some of those traits are similar to me and blah blah blah, blah. oh also i wanted to mention this which i think is it's pretty funny So when I started our Instagram, you know, when you start something and then all of a sudden all these suggestions pop up on people that like you should follow and everything. Well, every now and then, since I don't read anything, I get distracted and think that it's people that have started following me. So started. So when I started our podcast, like a couple of days later, I was like, oh, look at all these people that are following us now. And I was like, 
why are they all wrestlers and not like known wrestlers not like wwf wwe wrestlers like all that bullshit so i started following the back i was like oh cool i'll follow 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 no i was wrong none of those were following me they were all suggestions but why the fuck (laughs) would wrestlers be suggested to follow like that yeah um I mean, I don't know if wrestlers aren't our, like, audience, but they're definitely not the first thing I would think of for our audience. That's weird, Instagram. Figure out your suggestions. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So now apparently TBD for the PSA follows a bunch of random wrestlers. And if any of those wrestlers are listening, DM us with um, how you got into wrestling, why you still love wrestling, and anything else you want to share about wrestling with us? Because I like, you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, my brother was like a, almost a professional wrestler. Either he was, and then I don't. Let me rewind. I'm one of eleven-ish children. Um, t- one of ten on my dad's side, and one of two on my mom's side. And so, one of my many brothers um used to do wrestling. I think he used to coach or whatever. But you know what? Now that we're talking about it, I also did find W E C E W E C W F C. I don't fucking remember. But the like professional wrestlers. So I'm definitely gonna start watching that soon. And I was watching. Oh my god! So I was watching UFC or whatever, right? And Joe Rogan was commentating. And I was like, where the fuck do I know Joe Rogan from? Like, I feel like I know his voice from like being a judge on something. Like, was it a cooking show? Like, so I started Googling like Joe Rogan cooking and like nothing popped up. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, where do I know him from though, right? So like last week I was like, oh shit, they put Fear Factor or they still have Fear Factor on Hulu. Let me watch that shit. So I started watching it. And why was it baby Joe Rogan mm-hmm. being the little announcer? I was like, that's where the fuck I know his ass from. Okay, so he went from Fear Factor to UFC. I love it. It's great. And I will. his reactions are, are absolutely stellar. But I feel like something just happened where Joe Rogan's like resigning or something from the UFC. I don't know. Someone was talking to me about how a Latino is going to take his position as a commentator or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking dope. I'll take that. But I'm uncredited in that fact. So if y'all want to credit me on that fact, DM us the information and in the link and I'll read it. <laughs> DM us anything, honestly. DM and- us a picture of your toilet paper roll. <laughs> yeah, we could start like tallying how people... <laughs> I feel like we would just get pictures of it like on the counter, like yours or on the floor or, or a duvet. Oh, wait, I said that wrong. Not oh, a yeah. duvet. That goes on your bed. <laughs> right. Oh, bidet. There we go. We got bidets and duvets. Oh my God. A duvet. Now someone's going to send us a picture of a duvet. Probably not, but I hope they do. I mean, hey, send us a picture of your pets. I like pictures of cute animals. So, um, oh shit. Did we talk about pets? Do you have a pet? I don't know. We'll talk about it again. I, don't you have a cat? Yeah, I have a cat, but that that's uh actually living um with my parents right now so my apartment doesn't know that i have a cat since they're doing inspections because i'm moving so i don't want them to see that i have a cat because they already actually asked if we had a cat because they had to do uh an inspection before because we were supposed to be leaving our apartment last month so they came and did an inspection while my parents were actually staying here before they can move into their house and i told the apartment that the cat was theirs <laughs> ah there you go there you go love to hear it yeah and cats are a touch easier to hide than dogs because just like they don't bark yeah they're just not as that's loud true. that's true um, yeah 
on the rents. Oh yeah. So my parents uh, have officially moved from California to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, they bought a house. I had to find them a house. It I uh, I had to go look at so many fucking houses, and every house I fell in love with didn't sell for the price that it was listed for because buying a house is very competitive. Apparently, I guess during COVID, it's also pretty competitive. So, <laughs> which is weird, but. Yeah, they now live here about 10 minutes away from where I live right now. And me and Laura are moving in with them because Laura is going to be taking care of my mom full time. So because she old and fragile. I mean, she's not that old. She's 60 something. 63? 63? Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And she's got a lot off and on so many times that I lived with them. And then, because I remember you were like, I mean, I'm an adult now, and of course they're adults, but like they're old, and I love my parents, so like I'm gonna help keep track and take care of them. And then when you were like, they're actually moving up, you were like really fucking excited about that, and I'm really excited for you about that, just because like I don't know, like just being further away from your parents when they are, yeah. So it's nicer to have them closer, and it's a lot less stressful on my dad because everything stresses them out so but yeah and it, and it kind of sucks though because this was supposed to be i mean moving's never easy but this was supposed to be better for them and my dad's fault on all of this he doesn't listen to this podcast so <laughs> oops <laughs> but he uh was supposed to do the pods the moving with the pods and everything and didn't do it because they kept changing the price so he canceled it used some random place called america's best movers don't ever use them in your entire life. They're very unreliable. They left maybe 16 items at their house after they packed their truck because they ran out of room and didn't tell my parents that they ran out of room. So my parents had to figure out how to get a bunch of shit up here, which is included something the size of a treadmill because an actual treadmill. Wow. Yeah. Moving is not fun. <laughs> yeah. And they took forever to get there so my parents were they were staying in an empty house pretty much so they were actually living with us a little bit longer than they should have but so that happened and then they left um, my mom's car down there with my uncle in front of another house that he purchased which is in a elderly community a you know 65 or 55 and up community Right next to my grandmother and grandpa's house, literally right next door, he bought one and he's letting homeless people live in there so they could fix it up for him because he's going to sell it. And he left my parents' car there and one of the girls that lived there was cleaning out the car for him before he drove it up here and told him that she put everything in his car in the garage and the garage got broken into and all their shit got stolen, which is the biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard in my entire life. People don't break into 55 community and they don't choose a random garage. That's not even in the front and only rob for one person. And how the fuck did somebody get into your garage? You know what I mean? And I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't quite add up. Like, TBH, like if I were going to rob a community, it would definitely be 55 and up because I know they couldn't catch me. <laughs> that would that would be the people that I'd be hitting. Plus, you know, they like have old stuff that sells for good, good. But yes, none of that seems to very like add up in the sense of it's like 
one apartment, like one garage really deep in. It was, yeah, it doesn't quite seem like it could be like a spontaneity, spont, spont, Spontaneous. There's the word. Spontaneous. Yeah, so their shit got stolen, including a rifle that my dad had with a scope and a what the gun was, I think is a 38 that my mom got a couple years ago that she's always wanted. So that got stolen. Cops got called. I think my uncle had something to do with it. I don't trust him whatsoever anymore. And my mom has decided not to talk to him anymore. So if any of my family members are listening to this, don't talk to Uncle Eddie. That's <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, that was also something that I was thinking about, too, is that, like, my mom was like, I listened to the first episode. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I was, like, thinking about the other thing I were talking about, like, top surgery and surgeries and shit. And I was like, oh, well, if any of my family members are listening to this and you know too much about me, uh sorry not sorry this you're not really my target audience for this um appreciate you listening but uh if you learned a lot about me that you didn't want to know suck so sorry not sorry i mean what do you expect you're listening to a podcast that somebody you know is in you're gonna learn some shit you probably didn't know or wanted to know so cover your ears get out get the fuck out (laughs) you know what that would that would be a great lead into our psa of the day which (laughs) (laughs) i'm waiting because Um, i want to know what it is yeah let's find out um that connects with whatever the psa because we didn't figure it out beforehand but i'm going to come up with the fact that um you have to work on being inclusive at all times and i feel like by me being like hey family members don't listen to my shit is like me being inclusive because like please listen but also me being exclusive in a sense where it's like it's not for you it's exclusive. So why don't I just try to find a new word? Why don't I try y'all peep the straight people of the audience? Cause it's not really for you. And like, okay, here's an even greater example. I was listening to some of our old podcasts and listening to like our top surgery one and just like some of my language about stuff. And I noticed that I was really exclusionary to the non-binary community. Um, and was like, yeah, well, trans men have top surgery and trans men do this. Well, actually like my verbiage about trans men, it's more of just like men do this right like i don't need to tell you that it's an f to m or an m to f because it's telling you my background of where i was and not who i am so like non-binary people do it too and also if i were to go back and edit i'd be like men have top surgery and women have top surgery in the way that that's inclusive to everyone but also i could have been like humans have top surgery which is all the more inclusive. So, or like little things like I'm um, saying guys, I say guys all the goddamn time. And I remember having to like actively train myself to be like, okay, well guys hurts me because so I'm not going to filter myself for the cisgendered or X, Y, and Z. So like, I think that I'm realizing that I can do better. And so I'm hoping that we all can do better and understanding that there's like no one way to be trans and being inclusive is like a full round job. It's when you're talking about the person, it's when you're not talking about the person, it's when you're thinking about the person. And like, we all have areas in which to grow about that. So I would like to say for a quick second to my non-binary community, um, I am trying. I apologize for the um, microaggressions that I have done to you and I will continue to work on it and defend you as a community because you are human and people need to see you as such. I applaud you. You, Chris. No one else. (laughs) 
Also, is that a microwave behind you? Hell yeah, it is. It used to, the only reason you can see it now is because it used to be on the floor. Um, and then I like broke, I have a broken bookshelf that I moved over there because I was going to buy a mini fridge, but I realized that one, I don't have the money for it. And two, if I bought a mini fridge and a microwave for my room, I was probably never actually going to leave. So I didn't. Now I have to at least go downstairs to get something to drink instead of staying in my room. So I get a couple of more steps in during COVID than, I'm, <laughs> than I could. <laughs> yeah. Whew. COVID, COVID, COVID. Oh, I know we haven't even really touched on that. And I'm like happy that we haven't because like everyone's fucking talking about it and like there's really no escaping it. We will talk about it. But like also, I don't know, just kind of have trying to provide a space where like you don't have to be bombarded by it all goddamn day. Oh, also, before I forget, I would like to mention that there is a website called blog.feedspot.com it's probably just called feedspot.com but our podcast has officially made it to the top 50 transgender podcasts you must follow in 2021 that's actually really fucking exciting so top 50 trans podcasts yeah that's really cool look at us go oh my god we're the top 50 y'all i know and actually that brings me on to a topic that me and chris were actually talking about before was most of these podcasts they have um the trans flag and we were talking about why we hate it so much It well, one, it was like they have the trans flag like in their stuff and i was like well our our name is too long to even have like emojis but the flag itself is like it's it's a gender reveal party like it's baby blue baby pink and then like i guess white because that's for the non baby white community i don't know or is it the fact and like it i don't know it's a like i don't know it's a weird flag why why do you not like it i don't know exactly with why you said because it's it's like a gender reveal party which i hate hate gender reveal parties i think they're so stupid plus they cause fires <laughs> uh, exactly that, when i found out that that fire that was started in sf was after a gender reveal party i was like this is what the cisgenders are losing their minds right now like y'all got me all sorts of fucked up and it's like here's the thing as i get it you're excited to have this new being in your life you as the mother have either been growing it or the father have been trying to help grow it or whatever the fuck and you want to be excited for your child and you want to pick a name for your child and you know you want to pick a gendered name that's properly for your child and blah 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 but like there's also this whole aspect of like how to raise a child in a like a non-binary state like there's a whole everyone's losing their fucking shit about how to properly raise children and i get it i completely get it and one of the things that like is really frustrating about it is that like no like yes your kid could be you know, the uh, gender reveal party, it's a boy and he grows up and he's a boy and 12 years later, he's a boy and 18 years later, he's a boy. And, and then he happens to just identify as a cisgendered person. That is awesome. But I think what people are really trying to capture is like how we embed the, um, um, how do we embed the rules of a gendered society into the child, right? Like, if you often hear like, oh, well, like, don't cry, like, be a man, and like, oh, it's just girls, like, oh, they love dolls or whatever, like, let her cry, and blah, 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 blah. But like, all you're continuing to do is perpetuate the binary and the patriarchy and all of the oppression into the child before they even 
have a chance to expose to be exposed to the world and to get mm-hmm. a view of the world. And just part of being a parent, like really fucking scary. Like it's terrible to be in charge of one person's life. And I can understand being a parent and like like even my mom, like again, like I told you, like I was not I didn't really have I wasn't really questioning my gender until like end of high school, beginning of college, and like my mom was like, Okay, cool, do whatever you need to do to help express you. Like I was a tomboy and I dressed like a boy and she eventually stopped trying to like fight getting me into dresses because she understood that it made me uncomfortable. Like there is that part of like being an adult and being like, I'm making good decisions for you, but also a part of like, are you actively listening to your child? in seeing what your child actually wants or because if my mom had continued to push me getting into dresses it would have wouldn't really worked out for her um i wouldn't have gone to x y and z places like i remember me and her getting into fights about me having to buy like heels and me not wanting to try on the heels and me not standing and walking in the heels and like Mm -hmm. yes like i'm particularly talking about clothing right now but because clothing is such an expression of the self it is important so stop with your gender reveal parties and stop setting fires. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people would just put white in it. Like for like the parents not knowing that there's going to be white in it, expecting it to be pink or blue. Just sabotage every gender reveal party <laughs> and it just be white. Yep. I would 100%. Like if I was like a gender reveal party cake maker or whatever, I'd be like, oh yeah, you want it in baby blue for sure, for sure. And you just get it. It's like purple or yellow or green or any other color that's not pink or blue. Come for me. <laughs> uh, oh, I have something very random for you. Hit me with it. So when I lost my when when Omni closed and I lost, I didn't have a job. I don't think I had a job for about three months. Um, I was thinking of just really crazy ideas that I wanted to do. I'm like, what can I do? To pass the time. What can I do that's new? So I thought, which is really funny because I'm not religious whatsoever, that I was going to get ordained. I was going to be able to marry people. Um, And apparently I forgot because I was thinking about the other day and I was like, wasn't I supposed to get ordained? And so I was going through my email and I found an email that was through a website that I was going to go through. Uh, Apparently I've already been ordained and I don't remember (laughs) that that is actually really fucking funny okay you're ordained that's okay well i hope you prepare to be to marry us together because you know that i'm still trying to get you to marry me um i don't think i don't think i could do that (laughs) you can't marry yourself to somebody damn all right oh i'll find another person to have you marry me too or whatever Um, wait, that's really cool. So wait, is that like a new job that you can start applying for? <laughs> can you just start? Um, I mean, not necessarily. You could just like they have like this whole kit where you get, which is like forty dollars, and it gives you business cards and some other shit. It's not just business cards, but I could charge people. I could like make my own website, or I can put it out there that I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> and can you please? Can you please? And you could. Trans man, ordained minister, <laughs> trans community, queer community. I know. With tattoos on his neck and an anchor on his face. With yes. gauge ears. Yes, that is who I want to fucking... Yes, 100%. Like, that is who I want at to ordain my wedding, 100%. Yeah, because I just thought it would be cool because, like, I could do it and, like, it could be funny, like, you know, for people who don't want, like, a serious-ass... What's the word? Um, ceremony. 
ceremony <laughs> or danish um and so i thought that that would be cool like i'll get like the whole thing like i'll get some cool color and i'll wear it the frog and i'll have the neck thingy yeah like that you know bleh, that thing that looks really uncomfortable on your neck i'll do that but i thought it would be really funny because i'm short that i just have like a step stool <laughs> so when i go to marry people i just put the step stool in between them and then i rise <laughs> i need to get married yeah. tomorrow <laughs> so i can so yes a hundred percent oh my god this is yes yeah okay. <laughs> And I could like fix up my dad's GTO, and then that could be my vehicle to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but not during, like, not during. Yeah, they'll be like, "Who the hell is that?" And then all of a sudden, the minister pops out. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, if you have any stories you want to tell, questions you have, bird facts, uh, zodiac facts, pictures of your toilet paper rolls. Or you want to get ordained by Lucky, um, please reach out to us um, at our Insta, Twitter, which is TBD for the PSA, or the Jamels, which is TBD for the PSA at Jamels.com. Um, <laughs> I love Jamels. <laughs> Jamels, uh, yes, type that in yourself, and I promise you, you will find us. I'm kidding, it's Gmail. Um, and then again, thank you, Savannah, for doing our theme song. All right. Thanks again, guys. Thanks Bye. again, y'all. Wink, wink. Bye. Wow, that was so off. TBD <laughs> <laughs> for the PSA.